0: Captain's Log Supplemental Spider-Man, Spider-Man Does
1: whatever a spider can, it's Spider-Man. Okay, man got Gotta catch all you, all you all and me! Hello!
2: Welcome to Humeta Hex Podcast. I'm Peter. I might be Frank. I'm still Corey, though. You know, if anything else, all these episodes that we've done have made him learn what his name is.
3: That's yeah. true. Well, I mean... Now we just gotta get him to learn how to spell it.
0: It's kind of like I expect it to change. But it never does, so...
3: Well, you know, it's like I've always said. I could be walking down a street I've walked down a hundred times... And noticed something completely different, so I assume I just walked into another dimension or another reality,
0: or you know, somebody made a change to the matrix, yeah, yeah, that apparently happened that group of zeros and ones wasn't there before uh I've been listening to clutches one zero 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 one one zero one zero one it's the name of their song, right. Hmm and i don't know why it came out like last year but for some reason i've been listening to this song on repeat they must have been listening to rush because that's 110101001001 yeah hi peter
2: how are <laughs> you today no we're good um i want you guys to say that to me one more time cuz i'll bet you that's <laughs> that's something in binary yeah it probably one, is hold on One zero zero, on. zero on. Up a one
3: tap. zero zero one. Then the next line is SOS. Oh well. This is Neil Peart writing it, so yeah, it must mean something.
2: I was gonna open up another tab, but the laptop froze. Oh. As it does. as it is, is wont to do.
0: But anyway. It's one zero 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 one 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 zero one zero one. You figure it out.
3: Well, this is just from the Body Electric, is the name of the song, Rush. Um, Binary digits 1001001 is equivalent to the 73rd decimal, and that is the ASCII equal letter for I, which was banned by society in the Ayn Rand book Anthem. There you go. There's your hitting meaning. At least for the Rush song, Binary.
2: Three three zero one zero one. okay. Humanax, X. Code Crackers Edition. And
0: now <laughs> you know the rest of the story. It e equals 1,141 in decimals. Hmm. Huh. Is binary code for radioactive material. So a little bit different than the one from the Rush song. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> okay, so, The Rock showed set photos from the set of... Black Adam which started filming this week.
3: Yay. Hey. JSA.
0: JSA. Even though they changed them. JSA. My it's just Adam. My dad says you're black Adam. <laughs> Are you black kid? <laughs>
2: <clears throat> Fortnite and Rocket League two twenty six point five million dollar Epic Games class action lawsuit.
0: Ooh! What are they getting sued for? They're loot crates.
2: Fortnite and Rocket League players have up until April 26th, 2021 to claim up to $50 or in-game credits as part of a two point, or $26.5 million settlement resolving an Epic Games class action lawsuit. Uh, preventing minors from exercising contractual disaffirmation rights. Uh, I believe that means that they allowed children under the age of 18 to buy credits and what have you. Yeah. Ah.
3: Tis a bad thing.
2: <clears throat> um, so a few weeks back we talked about um, Xbox made a big announcement with Bethesda And, well, that official announcement was taking place in an office. And on a shelf in the office, there was a Nintendo Switch uh, on Phil's shelf. And everybody's like, well, why is there a Nintendo Switch in the Xbox CEO's office? So, Xbox, Nintendo will be making an official announcement this fall... Uh, we expect it to just be Game Pass coming to the Nintendo Switch as Microsoft, we've talked about this multiple times, Microsoft's looking to become the Netflix of gaming and this would be putting Game Pass on the Switch which is the Mm. best selling system in the world so that would put Halo and Ori and Gears of War and all these other fantastic games on the hands of a new console
0: didn't Netflix have a gaming subscription.
2: Um, they tried it. Like there was some telltale. Back when games.
0: Ne- when Netflix came in the mail,
2: that was GameFly. That was a separate there you thing. go. I don't know if GameFly still exists. Hmm. They used to have terrible advertisements when I used to have cable. <clears throat> I wonder if GameFly does exist. In my days, Netflix came in the mail. GameFly does still exist. Hey. All right. And you can still rent 4K titles from them. Wow. Um, well, talking about Nintendo, if you have a Nintendo online account, Corey does. I do. You can download Pac Man 99, which pits you against 98 other players battling for the supremacy of being the best Packer.
0: Just like Tetris 99.
2: Yes, it's so actually it made Pac-Man. by the same people. Or Mario 35. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I'm not a world-class Pac-Man player.
2: I don't know. It could be fun. I haven't downloaded it yet, but I will. (laughs) Uh, Sony and Netflix have reached a deal. Sony is going to be dropping stars as their exclusive studio for streaming and playing titles. And all those... Sony movies will be on Netflix going forward.
0: Spider-Man, yes, including
2: Spider-Man.
3: <coughs> He's leaving the MCU movie distribution system for
2: for, the for Sony MCU. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> now, the Tom Holland ones will be on Netflix and on Disney Plus because they're joint studio production. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's
0: Marvel Studios.
2: Yeah. Those the the original ones will not. Disney does not have any rights to the Garfield or the... McGuire?
0: Yes. It's fun how that works, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. So those will be on Netflix. (coughs) I don't know. And after seeing Tom Holland, who'd want to touch the other two? Well, I mean... I think it's
3: kind of neat just for the evolution of the special effects.
2: Yeah. When you go from the first
3: Spider-Man movie to the latest one... Just seeing how the effects got so much better. You know, the web swinging and everything. You thought the first one when you saw it, you thought, this is great. And then you just see just how the SFX and computer generated stuff just
0: is mind-blowing nowadays. I can't watch the the whole Sandman, Spider-Man, New Goblin fight scene anymore. From the third one, it just looks so terrible compared to what CGI is now.
3: hmm Yeah, you got to pioneer it somehow. I mean, yeah. one of the first pretty much CGI television shows, Babylon 5, you know, the effects weren't, you know, perfect, but for their time and what they did them on Amiga computers... Yeah. You know they're pretty damn good, and they hold up more or less. I mean, they probably won't hold up on a you know ninety-four foot screen, but
0: <laughs> we can test that. <laughs> like that's not a Romulan; that's just a sixteen-bit Mario.
2: <laughs> In all fairness, though, Corey, nobody can really watch the third McGuire movie. No, no it it's not because of the special effects.
0: <laughs> Eric Foreman, yeah, is a uh, top reason. I can't see it without I can't see him without thinking Eric Foreman.
2: Listen Maguire yeah. Give up to symbiote or I'm gonna put my foot straight up your ass. <laughs> That's red. I know. Um Shang Chi Funko Pop Week spoiled his major character appearance in the movie.
3: Who Roar. is it? it's not a who.
0: It's a what. I believe it's a dragon, isn't it? I, Fin Fang Foom is a he
3: well is it Fing Fang Foom or just the dragon that's associated with Shang-Chi the great protector oh see the rumors were Fin Fang Foom was going to be in the movie maybe he still will be I don't know but apparently he has a dragon that talks to him Mushu no he was the whale <laughs> in Futurama come on Mushu
0: barf like a freshman no, Mushu is... Uh, What's-her-name's dragon that they cut out of the live-action film? Mulan. Oh.
2: Yeah. Uh, looks like we are getting three store exclusives. The Death Dealer, a uh, version of Katie, and Wen Wu. And then we're getting two Shang-Chi's uh, Zhang Li, uh, Zai Ling... Razor Fist
0: Taser That's... Face <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm guessing Razor Fist is the setup enemy until we find out who the big bad's going to be
3: I'm so glad I have no interest in getting these pops because of the I get games. a break no I just have no interest in them I have for now well I have the original Iron Fist pop <clears throat> where he's in his Marvel Universe costume but I have no desire to get these these pops. But like you said, I might see one that I like and then that might start the whole rabbit hole, but I don't think
0: so. I saw that I... pop uh Saturday at the uh Bonton Marketplace, the Iron Fist one.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um so this isn't really news per se. It's just an update before we get into spoilers ahead. Um the current release window for the Marvel movies. Black Widow is due July 9th, 2021, and that will be parallel released in the movie theaters and on Disney Plus Premiere, which is the one you have to pay the extra money for. Mm -hmm. Um, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings will be September 3rd. Eternals, November 5th. Spider-Man, December 17th. Then we get in the next year with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, March 25th, 2022. Thor, May 6th, Black Panther, July 8th, and Captain Marvel 2 on November 11th. And then those also run parallel with what we already know about the Disney Plus shows. We still have Loki coming. We have Marvel What If, which will not tie in.
3: There was a premiere date for Loki. It's June, so between the end of Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Loki, there's going to be a gap, apparently, or else they're going to throw something in there. Okay. Um, I didn't put down the exact date. We'll have to Google that and look that up later. But uh, I want to say it's the mid mid June. We need a Google theme for HEMU-MX when we look this stuff up. You
0: bet a hex Google's it. I just normally edit.
3: <laughs> but I mean, a theme would be cool. Yeah. You know, Peter and the Googles or something like that. You know,
2: Inhumans.
3: Hmm. No. No, I don't think so. (laughs) Didn't they try that
2: before? Loki, June 11th. Okay. Owen Wilson. Set to be a main character. Mm Mm-hmm. What If? We knew about that. That does not have any major tie-in. Number of episodes, 23.
3: But What If is animated also, isn't it? It is animated. Half-hour animated, I think. That'd be kind of cool if they decide to sprinkle that in. In between some of the stuff, yeah, because yeah, they can do that with an
2: animated series like that. We are expecting Miss Marvel at the end of this year, which will... doesn't make sense because that would tie into Captain Marvel too.
3: So are we gonna not get...
2: necessarily? But well, yeah, Kamala Khan is is on the set of Mar- Captain Marvel too.
0: I don't know, along with uh, Monica Rambeau.
2: Right, so are we getting the Miss Marvel story to lead into Captain Marvel, or is Captain Marvel going to set up Miss Marvel?
3: Well, I, the way it's working, I'm assuming Ms. Marvel is going to set up, well, I don't want to say set up Captain Marvel too, but Captain Marvel will probably be a, a guest in it. Just depends on how they give her her powers. <clears throat> I'm not really familiar with the character, so
0: I do not know. Well, she's an inhuman. Hmm. That's right, you mentioned that before, yeah. Yeah.
3: So, she may be Marvel's first mutant, too, if they want to go that way. Make her a
0: mutant. Inhumans aren't mutants.
3: Right, but they might take away the inhuman thing because of the wonderful reception the television show had. Yeah. I think they're going to keep that connection very light, if any. You know, I've not seen it.
0: I did not either. Did they ever release it at all? I don't know. Was it ever aired?
3: It was aired, yeah. But I don't think too many of the episodes
0: were. <clears throat> so I'd like to see it.
2: There's a lot listed. I mean, you've got the Armor Wars, Secret Invasion. Yeah, it's Moon Knight, She Hulk, uh, Iron Heart. Uh, the Wakanda series, which we know is going to be set up for eight seasons. Seasons? I was under the impression that it was eight seasons.
0: Wow. Not episodes?
2: We'll find out more when it comes, but... um, I believe when the original press announcement happened, they said that they were doing a reoccurring eight-season show out of it. Wow. Um,
3: Well, I kind of like how they're rotating the stuff out. Um, It's kind of like the way British TV, I don't know if it still is or used to be, but, you know, your your season of a show would be like six or eight episodes. Right. And, you know, something else would come in for a while, then next year you'd have another six to eight episodes. You know, granted, shows you like, you want to see 22 or 24 episodes of, but, you know, this way it kind of they're able to expand the universe in a way that they normally wouldn't be able to.
2: The only other things slated for this year as of now are Miss Marvel and Hawkeye with Moon Knight and She-Hulk being 2022.
3: Well, I think COVID took a took the wind out of the sails of a lot of that stuff too. But I can see them eventually get to the the point where like with uh, WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know, they had their eight episodes, there was a ha- a making of the next series comes in with their six to eight episodes of making of. The next series comes in. I think that would be, well, kind of Star Wars is heading towards that, too.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know what? That's probably why they're taking a break from Loki, because uh, Bad Batch starts right around the time that Falcon and Winter Soldier ends. I right. Or, as some people are calling it, Clone Wars Season 9. <laughs>
3: Do you think that would be something, though? I mean, it's its two different studios, even though they're on the same streaming service. Do you think that would make a
2: big difference? Until they can get everything cohesive, mm-hmm. where they're generating the content to do that. Weekly. Looking for a premiere, a big premiere? Yeah, I think. Because, I don't know if you guys have watched it, but the uh, Mighty Ducks...
3: No, I've heard of it, but I haven't. Yeah. It's
2: really good, actually. Like, it strikes the same tones that... Uh, Cobra Kai did on Netflix. Emilio and Emilio Estevez is in it. Hmm. Um, actually, had me go back and watch the first two movies. Got to watch the third still, but
0: huh.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, enjoyed the first. I enjoyed the. They're doing Friday uploads also, and there was another show, The Secret of Sulphur Springs. If you guys have logged into Disney Plus, it's one of the banner shows.
0: Oh, oh, the
2: entire first season is out now this last week was the last episode of the first season that was another Disney Plus exclusive they are doing weekly drops on it hmm. just binged the whole show a couple days ago really good like Disney Plus is bringing it home hmm. Duh. I have not watched The Sulphur Springs um, it has the childish tone but Frank you'd be into it it's got a very Gravity Falls feel hmm. it involves time travel hmm and machines that we don't know what and a bunch of weird things that we just don't have the answers to yet. So it strikes the same tone. Interesting. Not as funny as Gravity Falls was, though. But, uh, since we're talking Disney Plus... Not many things will be. Let's talk about those people who can't talk anymore. Like Captain's Partner and... Oh, and Battlestar. The guy who got cut in half with a shield...
3: Yeah Well, we don't know if he was totally cut in half, but I have a feeling his head was separate from his neck at one point. We're he was close going, to
2: it. He was going under his ribcage. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: Now you know why they called the episode The World is Watching. <laughs> because everyone had their camera
0: out at the end. Mm-hmm. Actually, but that's not why they called it uh, The World is Watching. It was actually from a Captain America story. Hmm. Elaborate. Um let me do that <laughs> <laughs> i just uh, i just read that uh earlier it wasn't uh wasn't because of the end of this show hmm. there is a uh, captain america story
3: i'm really glad how they're fleshing out um zemo's character
2: yeah yeah because he's very anti-villain or one, anti-hero
3: one of the complaints about um winter or, uh yeah civil war was that Zima was just a one-note character. And a lot of the complaints about the movies in general were the villains weren't really that good. Loki was good, they said, you know, in Avengers and stuff, but all the other ones were kind of all one-note and not really developed. Granted, you don't have a lot of room to develop them, but you know they really made him an interesting character in this by the way of, you're kind of getting to like him. And a little bit.
2: Mm. And we got the 23-minute uh, dance cut on YouTube. <laughs> an hour long. Yeah, oh, 20,
0: 23, 20, 23 seconds 23 turned into 23 seconds an hour, but... looped into an hour. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but now, you know, the interesting thing is, is Zemo done with the series right now? Because he kind of snuck away at the end of this. Nah. Granted, they're going to be looking for him,
0: but... So, uh, The World is Watching is a famous rally cry among protesters in the 1960s, particularly the protests in Chicago, hmm. surrounding the 68 Democratic National Convention. Hmm. The protesters are chanting, The Whole World is Watching. And it is uh, the soundtrack to the movie's first trailer. Hmm. So there you go.
3: Interesting. Another history lesson tonight. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, Zemo got away, and, you know, I don't think Disney's going to let them call, like, one of the episodes Finding Zemo or anything like that. <laughs> Unless he's hiding in an aquarium or something. Yeah, no,
0: now no, 42 Wallaby Way. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, That went over my head, I'm sorry. That's the address of the Dennis. office. Oh, okay. okay. 42 Wallaby me, okay. Way, Sydney, Australia. See,
3: I've never seen that whole movie, and I've never seen it in a coherent fashion, because... Yeah. The snack bar at a place I worked at had a TV that they were showing movies on, I guess to keep the kitties occupied, and that was one of the movies that was looped for quite some time. So I've seen bits and pieces of it, but never the whole thing in the right order.
2: You've seen it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good enough movie, but it's not Pixar's best work. Now, WALL-E, <laughs> that's a good movie.
0: Haven't seen that one. <laughs> I don't know. There, there are some really good parts in Finding Nemo. Yeah. I like the uh, uh, Nemo's school buddy. You know, he has the messed up fin and the yeah. uh, little squid. She's like, one of my tentacles is shorter than the other, but if I swirl on like this, you really can't tell. And the other kid is like, I'm obnoxious. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I think Zemo's going to find his way back to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Hmm. Specifically those two. I don't think. Yeah,
3: he just kind of escaped to get away from Captain Crazy Cap.
2: And the Wakandans. Yeah. Oh,
3: I forgot about them, even though they were a major battle during the thing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they did good with the Wakandans. Like, <laughs> everybody kicks Captain's ass. They're not obviously. even super, super soldiers. Yeah. They kick his ass. Uh, the girl kicks his ass. Uh Bucky kicks his ass. Well,
3: I think one of the things, too, is that um, in Black Panther, in Avengers Endgame, and uh, Infinity Wars, you've heard how these Wakandan women were really nasty fighters, but with the exception of, like, maybe uh, one, you really never saw that. Yeah. And this really gives it a chance to prove that, okay, yeah, this is fleshing out the Marvel Universe again, which they're very good at doing. And yeah, showing you that yeah, these gals yeah, are. Yeah, door mirage
0: will tear you in half. Mm-hmm.
3: And it's nice to see that they had their little uh we can deactivate you Bucky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah.
3: Tap 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 funk. <laughs> Arm fall off boy. Did He's actually he a member of the Legion.
1: Wow.
3: <laughs> I never realized that. Bookie Barnes is a Legion member. A thousand years <laughs> in the future. He's arm fall off, boy.
0: Arm fall off lad.
3: No, it was boy. Oh, was it?
0: <laughs> yes, this was boy.
3: Sorry, I just scared my seat mate here. He thundering. No, I, I bounced up and down, and he did not like that.
1: He's terrified
3: of thunder. Oh. You're a good puppy. You're a good pup. And yes, it is a dog. I'm not sitting with Corey, to clarify.
2: Right now! Right <laughs> now. Um, yeah, so I think this was the best episode, because literally we're this is the fourth episode in, with the six-episode series. Mm-hmm. This is the first one we've actually had a healthy conversation about. And right. most of the conversation comes from before we were in recording, when we were trying to guess who the hinted
0: big... New Avenger that they're introducing in Episode 5 is going to be. Well, they didn't really say Avenger.
3: <laughs> yeah. They just Marvel
0: said... Universe character.
3: Yeah. So someone's going to show up. We're going to go, Easter egg! And maybe we'll
2: never yes. see them again. Now, they're played by somebody famous. Yeah, no. If it's played by somebody famous, I think if they're shelling out the money, it's going to be something that's going to be reoccurring. Yeah. Especially if it's hero. they, they disney has a way of cashing in on those small details hmm. look at their funko pops
3: yeah <laughs> what are funko pops i've never heard of these things yeah
0: <sighs> i was just looking at one right now a chase edition of roman scionis from birds of prey played by ewan mcgregor it's the most valuable part of that Black pop. mask yeah
2: Uh, So, that's all I have.
3: Okay, I've got some news bits. Okay. You know that life-size replica of the Razorcrest that was built in Russia? Mm Mm-hmm. Took down by a windstorm. Destroyed by a windstorm recently. So. It's funny because
2: the real Razorcrest was destroyed, too. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: Russians. I tell you.
3: Yep. Um, We've had our first look uh, over the past week. It's now probably, it'll be three weeks your time or so, was First Contact Day for Star Trek. So they had lots of announcements and things. Um, They got to show the animated Captain Janeway from Prodigy. Um, She is going to be a hologram, which is what most people figured. Got a little rumbly thunder there. Um, I don't know if you you guys at home can't see this, but that's... She's kind of a thinner, younger-looking Janeway.
2: It's part of her contract, make me look good. Uh
3: Uh, Yeah, I think she had some say in that, too. But, yeah, she's going to actually be guiding the crew that finds
0: the ship. Um, Why would they let her guide anyone? She was lost in quadrant... what, the D-Quadrant? Delta Quadrant,
3: Delta yeah. Quadrant. Yeah. Um, Lower Decks premiered their season two trailer, and I believe they um, were also renewed for a ten episode third season. Um, uh,
2: have you watched the first episode of Lower Decks free yet? No, I've just seen the clips. Do you have Amazon Prime? Yeah. yeah. Okay, you can watch the first episode for free on mm-hmm. Amazon Prime. Yeah. It's actually really good. They say it's gotten,
3: the tone changed about halfway through. It was less, not less comedy, but they kept tying it more and more Star Trek continuity.
2: So, I don't know, because that first episode, we've only seen the first one. By the time we record next week, we'll have seen the entire first season, Mm because we're going to watch the whole damn thing. Mm -hmm. But that first episode, they joke about how Romulan wine changed from a green color to a blue color. Um, which it was a different color in the original series and then changed to mm. that bright blue in next generation. Okay. Um and she the one of the characters is getting drunk off of it. Right. Um they joke about how batlith. they joke make jokes yeah. about batliths. Yeah, she's
3: the one swinging the batleth and takes out
2: the chunk one guy, chunk of leg out, yeah. Yeah. Um They make references to cybernetic enhancements uh following uh data. For some reason, like data's full blue on Android, but apparently people can be part androids now and that's that fits into the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um but just constant, constant references. And it's all set in a very like it's it's funny, you're laughing through the whole thing, but there's actual logical continuity through the episode. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just jump from joke to joke. Like, there is an overlying storyline, and they cram all these jokes, and then they cram all these details in there. Mm. If you know what you're looking for, you'll see it. <laughs> I think you would like it. Mm. It's It has, if I was to compare it to anything, I'd compare it less to fu- Family Guy and more to Futurama.
3: Well, see... Like it's an intelligent humor. From the previews, the humor that they were showing in the previews
0: looked juvenile to me.
2: Yeah, and that's the impression we all got from mm-hmm. it, but watch the first episode, you'll be impressed. Mm.
0: It's because the juvenile sells.
2: Yeah, yeah. They wanted to attract more people. Yeah.
0: Um,
3: Q is returning to Star Trek Picard in the season, next season.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, when we last left Picard, he was he's now... dead. In, he's dead and he's an android now. Um, this is possibly, of course, Q can do anything, so... Um, they can
0: make him a real boy. He'll real Pinocchio boy. Picard.
3: Yep. Um another, I'll make him into a queue. Another rumor is that this season is going to concentrate on the Temporal Wars, which were part of Enterprise, which um, could have you know, Picard going back to certain times in the Federation or something. Um, it's, you know, just hearsay at this point. Um, They're going to have Picard and... Uh Scott Bakula, and well, another one of the rumors too is in the um, second season preview. There's a very brief shot of one of the Bajoran books from Deep Space Nine, mm. which was the book of I'm not sure which one it was, but it had something to do with Cisco being the emissary of the prophets. And there have been some hints that Avery book, yeah, Avery Brooks. Is even though he's a retired actor right now, he might be interested in playing Cisco again.
2: He hated Star Trek. Yeah,
3: yeah, but I mean, this would be a good paycheck. That's what it bluntly. Um, yeah, he did not like Star Trek to start with. Um, and when we last ended Deep Space Nine, he was quote unquote dead, because he was he stayed with the <clears> prophets, <throat> and as he said, as the character said, you know, he could be gone and back in an instant. You know, um it would be nice if they had something like this tied up with Deep Space 9. But
0: they got to get their gas somewhere.
3: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but again, lots of rumors, but they did show that book like really really quick. Um who knows?
2: Apparently he was majorly typecast after Star Trek. Go mm-hmm. figure. Mhm. Um we talked about Gravity Falls a little earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: you want to know the truth behind Dipper's birthmark? Sure. Uh, the Gravity Falls creator won't tell you. So neener neener neener. <laughs> <laughs> well, he he prefers to have some of the mysteries of the show unresolved. Um, yeah, it just that's probably he's really keeping it a secret. The
0: lines of we just decided to do it, and there's really no meaning behind it. Yeah.
3: Although he said, you know, maybe he'd want to expand the mythology of the show in a video game, so... Um... You know, we'll have these things. <coughs> um...
2: Brooks has released a CD titled Here, a jazz album that contains spoken word poetry.
3: Ah, following William Shatner's footsteps. Hmm. <sighs> um, <laughs> there's going to be a new book, um... <clears throat> called Skywalker A Family at War looks at the Skywalker history from the perspective of a biographer Um, it's going to be including things like Lars and other prominent Skywalkers so that's I
2: believe um, to be published towards the end of this year if I recall Um, so is this going to be us looking at Star Wars as a film and universe or is it going to be written as though it takes place inside the universe uh, no, as a, it takes uh,
0: place biographer within the universe
2: right um i'm not going
3: to read the excerpt but it says the below excerpt from chapter 17 gives us a little more background on the lars family from Kleeg to owen and Baru, who will be seeing more of in kenobi owen didn't feel super stoked about taking luke in which i totally get the excerpt also tells us more about a young luke's hobbies so yeah like a biographer in that universe doing that.
2: So they can't Anakin's dead then because they can't correlate Darth Vader to
0: Anakin. Well they really don't say. Yeah it depends when the biography is written. Or how
3: long uh, I suppose this is chapter 17 Right. And it's Owen and Beru then there's going to be stuff ahead. They're going to have a whole Skywalkers before and Skywalkers after probably
2: I mean, it could be interesting, but the fact that they nobody in the universe knows Darth. Uh, I mean, there are people in the universe, but like the Emperor, like the very small circle of people who knows that Darth is Anakin.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I mean, Obi Wan doesn't even know immediately.
0: No, Obi Wan knows. He uh, he recognizes him as his pupil, and even in their battle on the Death Star. Uh, Vader says as much. At last the student be, has become the master. And then... Uh, Obi-Wan throws it back in his face. Only a master of evil, Darth. Saying that he can't use the term master... Because master is a title of the Jedi. So he throws the Sith title back in his face. You know,
3: I'm really surprised that... After the prequels... Lucas didn't change that line to Anakin instead of Darth. Well, I, you know. That's
0: what I, it, I mean. If you look at it from knowing who it yeah. is, you see that he, he's throwing the title in his face, mm-hmm.
2: right? God, we get off on tangents. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and the last thing I have is um, you know, no script, no cast, but Paramount is setting a new Star Trek movie for 2023. Whether, you know, it's a continuation of the ones before or something new, set in the same universe, who knows, but...
0: Yep, they... Spock will make a wish and have Kirk's spirit brought back into somebody else's body. (laughs) (laughs) I'd wonder
3: how that would work. (laughs) I take it you watched
0: it? I did watch Wonder Woman uh, 1984. Now, see, they they could
3: have just done that as he just showed up from behind the pillar. But they did it so that as she's looking behind the pillar, she sees the guy the one time, the pillar turns, and there's Chris. Right. You know, so they could have done that better and gotten away from all the rapey stuff that people were complaining about. Yeah, so we're technically... Paramount really wants a Star Trek movie, but they don't really have... Anything. Anything. Quinto said he would love to do it, and he says he's speaking pretty much for the whole cast that, you know, they're pretty much on board. So.
2: Quinto needs a paycheck.
3: Well, the paycheck was the problem because the fourth Star Trek movie was originally going to be Kirk going back, well, either going Jeez, back dad. in time and seeing his dad, who, you know, Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth now are big stars compared to when bigger stars compared to when these movies came out and demanded bigger paychecks. So, yeah, you would think, well, the the Star Trek movie, which one was that, Beyond? Yeah, that was the third one. Didn't make quite as much as the studio wanted compared to what they spent on it, so they didn't want to spend for salaries. So, these things you will have. I mean... Paramount's focusing on the little screen now too so a big Star Trek movie might not make as much sense to them anymore but it's more of an event.
2: It draws Mm. people into the small screen they want to know the universe very true and the original four five are still on Netflix Mm. so even if Paramount's not drawing those people in on the original five they're still getting more eyes on Star Trek right now mm. and drawing them in with Discovery and yeah, Lower Decks. They're talking Card. about
3: uh, they had the sizzle reel for the 4th season too. Um they've got new uniforms and I think their big bad is a gravity anomaly this time in the 4th season that can that's striking anywhere basically. So, how do you fight nature basically is I think mm. what their theme is going to be. <clears throat> so,
0: we'll see. With a vacuum. That shows... A, nature abhors, abhors a, a vacuum. Oh, <laughs> God.
2: <laughs> that show's kind of getting off the rails. Kind of. It mm. is off the rails. It's everywhere. Well,
3: true, but they're finding their footing, I think, because... You know, when the second season showed up, the first season wasn't met with two great reviews... Because this isn't Star Trek. You know? Um, yeah. But when they brought the Enterprise in for the second season... I think they got a little more on track of their fan base and then not having to worry now with the third season about any continuity whatsoever because they're a thousand years in the future. I think yeah. they're probably going to get their footing.
2: Yeah, but they're going to have all the continuity problems with the other one now, the one with young Spock. Well. What brave new world?
3: Not as much, though, because at the end of the second season, Starfleet basically not disavowed, what's the word I want, redacted anything about the Discovery. The Spore Drive, the Red Angel subplot, where they went, because the Discovery just disappeared. Right. And that's why in the original series you never heard of Discovery, because, of course, it didn't exist, but uh, because, yeah, it's a Star Trek a Starfleet secret, and very few people know about it, so... Convenient. Yeah. Well, they had to do something, and I think, you know, the best way to avoid conflict was <laughs> setting them away from
2: the conflict. Star Trek and continuity is a fluid thing. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like the Romulan line. <laughs> so, uh you guys have anything to share for the bragging?
3: Uh, not really. Peter got Cory and I these really cool seven
0: eleven exclusive Deadpool pops. Right, uh these it's the are had actually been highly sought after. On the uh, Pop Collectors hmm. Facebook Didn't even know group. they existed.
3: Yeah. It's, a, it's the dare Yeah, Daredevil. Whew. Deadpool 30th birthday cake, but it's a chrome cake as opposed to just the regular birthday cake painting. It's metallic looking, if it's Instead not metallic. Instead of white yeah. and pink. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Corey also ventured out on the internet and discovered the Funko app. Mm <laughs> hmm. So now we can catalog everything. The only thing uh, is you can't look up your catalog by a specific name. If I wanted to type in search Batman in my collection, I couldn't do it. They have certain features for categories, but not individual names. Boo. Hear that, Funko?
0: But uh, it is a pretty good system for cataloging and then getting a, I guess, a rough estimate value... Of your collection,
3: um, well, just knowing if what you're I going
0: have to ensure is a good your thing. collection, I guess. <laughs> but preventing yourself from getting doubles and
2: triples. Yeah.
3: yeah, I've got a box of about twenty doubles now. Most of them were not intentional.
2: <laughs> I passed up an Azuku a earlier because I thought I already had it, but looking around, I now know that I don't have it.
0: Ah, uh, rabbit holes. Yeah. <clears throat> But it's a fun little app. Uh, it also uh, lets you see what Funko has listed, their latest editions. And they're coming soon stuff. And they're yep. coming soon.
3: Stuff yeah. that's coming out in the Funko shop that you're never going to see.
0: There's a glow in the dark version of the Iron Hammer, a glow in the dark version of the Soldier Supreme, a glow in the dark Ghost Panther. <laughs> Devo. Whip it. Hey, Ghost Panther, too soon. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I may get those Devo ones.
0: Black Lantern, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Get them. Just because you're debating it, you're gonna get.
3: Yeah, them. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so
2: while well, Corey figures out what's in the box oh, this week, on, what for is in the box? what's in our mouth, we have a
3: uh, diabetes
2: goat, goaties, caramel
3: cream Oreo. They are the company that make those caramel creams, too, aren't they? Yes. Our studio audience is going wild because he heard rattling of something, but this has chocolate in it, so you can't have it.
2: So it's literally just looks like just like a caramel cream, except it's chocolate on the outside and cream in the middle.
0: Now, do you eat these the same way as the caramel cream? And you're doing it wrong, Frank. (laughs) I (laughs) know. You're supposed to push out the cream center. I'm sorry, I'm laughing, Corey.
3: (laughs) I have two cases of those at home.
0: (laughs) Well, I thought for our uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Cool, it's Caribou on this side. Yeah. This collection has both Falcon and Winter Soldier. Cool.
3: You can see three gems from here. I did not realize that. Cool.
0: So this week's edition of What's in the Box, we have Funko Mystery Minis, Captain America Civil War. Cool. There's a 1 in 12 chance of each of them.
3: You know the only thing that bums me out about that so set?
0: apparently no rares. You have them all?
3: No. There was no Wanda. Oh. Or Quicksilver. Well, Quicksilver was dead at the time, but... Yeah. Um, there was no Wanda.
0: Mystery Mini. So we have who we get. Uh, Captain America... This Steve Rogers, Captain America, not John Walker. Iron Man, Falcon, War Machine, The Winter Soldier, Black Widow. I'm guessing that is Sharon Carter. Yep. Ant Man, Hawkeye, Black Panther, Vision, and. Crossbones. Crossbones.
3: I believe I have. I'm guessing I have a Black Widow. It sounds like her when you shake the box. <laughs>
2: I think I have Sharon Carter. Because it's a super lightweight. It's funny because Crossbones played such a small part in this movie Yeah. Time.
1: Yeah,
0: he literally got killed. That was you his know, whole thing. You know thing. the thing
3: is too, you got these things, you're gonna play with them, so you need a villain.
0: They gotta have somebody
2: to fight. Iron Man versus Captain. Yeah, true. What that the gravy boat for that movie was. Nope. I got,
3: I got a war machine, I think.
2: That's what it looks like? I got Iron Man ready to launch a missile. Damn, we got Hawkeye.
3: Oops! And I bent his head all the way around. I, I, <laughs> I think I snapped. Out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> his
3: his head was facing this way, so I got him more towards and the I middle. I got
0: crossbones. <laughs> with his power punch gauntlets. There we
3: go, now he's kind of looking forward. <laughs> oh, okay. oh,
0: his <laughs> spine broke, just like in the movie. <laughs> Did I hear that right? Yes, yeah.
2: Hey, whoever wants this can have it...
3: I've got two more sets at home, at least.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, Corey, looks like you
0: got a Hawkeye. Ooh, Hawkeye versus Crossbones.
3: At least he didn't bring a bow and arrow to a robot fight.
0: I brought a bow and arrow to a robot fight. None of this makes sense.
2: So we'll be back with some. You know what? This episode is just going to be different. We'll be back with different,
3: different, different,
2: different, different.
1: Are you
3: telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean?
0: Big ball of wibbly wobbly, timey wimey.
3: on Hex podcast episode 13
2: welcome to Hex. i'm peter i'm major tom where's
0: ground control <laughs> and i'm the friggin' easter bunny <laughs> that guy down there that's not the easter bunny that's just some guy in a rabbit suit
3: yeah we try to talk him out of thinking he's easter bunny but we need the
0: eggs <laughs> they hurt they hurt
3: uh, Megan, we probably should have told you a few minutes ago not to start this one at the intro, so. <laughs>
2: I was gonna cut that out. Oh, yeah. If you're on our Discord, you'll notice that I've been streaming Minecraft on my Mixer account. Will there be any fish bats? If it's possible, it will happen.
3: I'm also. At Wayne Enterprise's money. I can see it now. <laughs> Last week, he gave me the first three seasons of Rick and Morty to watch. <laughs> And he already asked me how I liked him, and I wouldn't tell him.
2: (laughs) Save it for the goddamn podcast. (laughs) That's right.
3: I'm saving it for next week's podcast. <laughs> exactly. That was Mary
0: Jane Hooker for Hire, right? Yes.
2: His Heroes
3: for Hire was yes, working? because...
0: Okay. Right. The whole Iron Fist got
2: real weird. Because I am the ultimate decider. Do you have a cape for that? But Iron Spider is one of my favorite Spider-Man. Oh, come right. on, he's just a suit. But the Iron Spider is more than a suit, because the Iron Spider also had that medieval Iron Spider, where Spider-Man was and in the was dark Spider ages. Knight. So... Time's up, gentlemen. Next question. (laughs) This week, we're talking about space. TV shows and movies that take place in space.
3: So join Peter, Frank, and Corey for episode 13, only on the Umetahex podcast.
2: This week... On Conservative Corner with Brian Toomer. We're talking about Coca-Cola, Delta Airlines, and the MLB. And how they need to be canceled. The libtards started the cancel culture and now we're going to finish it. We're ending everything that doesn't support President Trump and Matt Gates. Matt Gates is a presidential and American icon. How can we not be supporting him in his time of need? This week, download Conservative Corner wherever you get podcasts. Be silent,
1: peasants, and attend! These are the words of Victor Von Doom, glorious monarch of Latveria and your absolute ruler. Across my land there has been found an abysmal waste of time called Bucket of Doom. This is in no way associated with Victor Von Doom and Latveria. My Doombots are even now searching the land for this travesty, and any subjects found with this will be branded enemies of the state, and severely punished by death.
0: Doom has
2: spoken! Welcome to Humedax Podcast, I'm Peter.
0: I'm appalled. I just found out there's finally a self-transforming Optimus Prime toy. (laughs)
3: Does <laughs> he, he just transform whenever he feels like it without any human help? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. He's an actual robot. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Thank you.
3: You know, Peter, um, in the two weeks I was away or so, you know, we really need to discuss this
2: sponsorship issue. Listen, yeah. So this conservative corner thing, I've looked it up. Apparently, they keep getting pulled off of all these podcast networks. But somehow, Spotify paired us with their advertisement. I've oh. already emailed them. They said they're, they're going to get back to me in 7 to 24 business days.
0: It's a nice round number. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't... Could I, be one week. Could be a month.
2: I mean, we don't exactly scream conservative here. No. And I, I as much as I look, I can't find any references to brain tumor. I mean, Brian Tumor.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. That Optimus Prime cost 700 bucks. <laughs> Speaking of brain tumors.
3: Yeah. Oh, well, guess we're stuck with him
2: for no, a while. No, I'm, I'm going to keep fighting at this, because there's no reason we should be getting sponsored. We're, I mean, we try to avoid being political as much as possible. There's no reason we should be getting paired with... um. I don't even know what to say about this whole thing. <laughs> but. <sighs> so, this week, we're uh, we're pulling a thing from the Cards Against Humanity deck.
3: Yes, the board game, the favorite party game of Letveria.
2: <laughs> and this week, we're going with Bucket of Doom. Bucket of Doom is a game where you have to pull yourself out of a terrible situation using... Less than the ideal means. Oh,
0: it's already sold out. <laughs> it's not even available till October. Were you going to buy one? <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's
2: what, two paychecks?
3: No, With three it's, prostitutes. It's,
2: yeah. <laughs> car it's, payment? It's less than one. I don't have car payment. Oh, yeah, you paid for that thing up front. Anyway, so Bucket of Doom, very simple. Um, everybody's going to have some cards, which we'll split this, and you can put that over there. I've got the other stack here that can go over there so that way Corey can have access to some cards. Hmm. You will get to choose how to get out of the situation, and the person who reads the situation to you will um, determine whose answer is the best. So... What we're going for is we're going to rotate it. I'm going to do the first one so we get a handle on how the game is played. And mm. then Frank and Corey, and then we're going to go till we fill a decent amount of time. <clears throat> so if you guys want to draw eight cards, you can use either side of those cards. They can be the black side or the white side, but you can't cross streams. You have to play all black or all white. This is
0: segregated. Hmm. We so just need eight of them?
2: Just need eight carts. And funny story, the Microsoft clock program no longer has a timer on it. Huh. Did not know that. You know what does have a timer, though? Google. Wait,
0: don't we have one right here?
2: Yeah, but... <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys... Three minutes, and uh, if you need, if you guys have your answers and you're both ready to go, you can just say you're ready to go. You have to use all the cards, or no? You can use as many as you want.
0: Okay. I don't even know what that is.
2: Okay, so (laughs) or that you're at the pearly gates and Saint Peter says your name isn't on the door, and points to the left to hell. How do you get out of this situation? Time starts now. Hmm. What are the pads for? Take notes if you need to. Oh. (laughs) Frank looks desperately lost in thought.
0: (laughs) Corey, you're good? I think so. This is my best bet. (laughs) Now, only one of you guys can get through the pearly gates.
2: Frank looks like he's ready to throw
3: the cards. I guess I'm ready. I don't know.
2: Okay, Corey, since you were ready first, you can go first.
0: All right, so uh, in order to gain access to the Pearly Gates, I'm going to bribe St. Peter with a vintage (laughs) bottle of champagne and a pack of cheese
2: strings. (laughs) (laughs) The cheese strings really sells that
0: one? Well, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
3: I just tell him there's got to be a mistake, and tell him all my good deeds when I donated all that hospital hand gel, the tub of penny sweets, and brought that piñata to that party. So you know I've done all these good deeds, and I have to be in the book.
2: I think bribery is going to get you farther in this way.
0: <laughs> oh, oh! It's been three minutes. Can tell by the uh, <clears throat> death knell. <laughs>
3: Now, do we, like, keep some of these cards, or just...
2: Nope, they can all just go into a singular discard pile. And... Good. <clears throat> Frank, you can draw the pink card. You can get it from the mill. you can do whatever you want. If you don't like it, you can throw it back in and grab another one. We're not really following the rules <laughs> today.
3: You are Edward Snowden, and you've inadvertently boarded a flight to America. <clears throat>
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Oh, how do I get out of that?
1: Uh
3: For those of you playing at home, Edward Snowden is a former computer intelligence consultant who copied and leaked highly classified information from the National Security Agency in 2013 when he was a CIA employee and subcontractor. So coming back to the United States would not be a good thing for this man. We've got Peter and Corey trying to figure out what they would do if they were Edward Snowden.
0: Yeah, I got mine.
3: <clears throat> uh, we'll let Corey go first again.
0: All right, so when the... Uh, I'm guessing it's the CIA that's going to be waiting for me at the gate. Probably.
3: Uh, Not St. Peter this time.
0: No, no, huh. uh right, I'm going to de- to try to scare them with a fake spider... And if that doesn't work, I will throw an electric eel at him.
2: <laughs> okay, so my plan is we're still in the air at this point. And if I've learned anything about planes, is that generally there's some kind of air marshal involved. Mm. <clears throat> so, after raiding the luggage, I found Lance Armstrong's medicine cabinet, a round of Jaeger bombs, a uh, foot long hot dog, Hello Maybe bubble bath and a bottle of bubbles and a bubble wand. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put the bubble bath in the, the bottles of bubble wand so that way I can sting people's eyes with bubbles. So that way mm. they can't see me clearly if the plane when the plane does land. And before that, I'm going to take all of the medicine in Lance Armstrong's medicine cabinet and wash it down with the Jaeger bombs. So that way I'm completely delirious and people think I'm crazy. I'll probably be filming at the mouth from the amount of pills. And then I'm going
0: to take Well, the... you'll be super strong too because he was uh busted <clears throat> with steroids, right? Yes. Yeah.
2: And I'm going to take the foot-long hot dog, unzip my fly and hang the hot dog out my fly and zip it up so it looks like my pecker's hanging out. So that way they have to land the plane to get me off the plane. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when the bubbles come into play. <laughs> I'll go running down the <laughs> airplane, going, <laughs>
0: Ahh. <laughs> <laughs> Ahh. <laughs> <laughs> flying well, bubbles in people's eyes. With well, a foot long
2: hot dog. Uh, I think
3: Peter's pants. the winner on that round. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you said that very disparagingly.
3: <laughs> well, I did kind of like the fake spiders.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> Spider Man. Yeah. Fitting, huh?
0: All right my turn for a pink card. Yep,
2: if you don't like it, you can draw another
0: one. (laughs) You're Henry VIII's wife. The fat bastard has locked you in the tower, and you're for the chopping in the morning. He's gonna cut your head off. Oh, that was it. I
3: thought there was more to it. Okay. never mind.
0: Yeah, I know. They kind of end abruptly, don't they? Somebody had Seaside Donkey called Dolly, and they didn't (laughs) use that. (laughs)
2: so for the record I'm a female in this one correct uh
0: huh electric mobility
2: scooter I'm using all but one you know what I'll use that last one just for shits and giggles (laughs) I'm ready I'm sort of ready
0: alright so uh, you're Henry VIII's Uh wife and he's about to have your head cut off what do you do pop quiz hot shot
2: What do you do? You choose who goes first, too.
0: Oh, uh... Go ahead, Peter.
2: Okay, so first... (laughs) They're going to give me a milk float... As food with my dinner. I'm Hmm. going to use that milk float... To lure and train a cockroach. Okay? So now that I have a fully trained sentient cockroach... I'm going to use that cockroach... To tell Edward Snowden secrets, <laughs>
3: <laughs> foreshadowing, I guess, or
2: continuity <laughs> to my uh, door guard, then he's going to realize how far down the deep state really is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, so then on my way out, I'm going to take Buzz Light a Buzz ear plastic toy, which I'm going to stuff in my cooter. That'll come in play later. Mm-hmm. Okay, a diamond the size of my head. A ukulele, and a Hello Kitty swim ring, okay? Oh, okay. So, now that I've got the door guard on my side, I'm going to go out the palace, and I'm going to jump off the wall. That's where the swim ring is going to come in handy. That's going to keep me from drowning in the moat. (laughs) Okay? Then, as I'm going through town, I can use the diamond the size of my head... To buy the rest of the supplies I need. Okay?
1: hmm
2: Then, <clears throat> when one of the guards do try to stop me on my way out of the castle town, I can squeeze my legs together and my crotch will scream to infinity and beyond. That's very important because that's going to confuse them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> As it would.
2: Once I get out of town, I can start a career using my ukulele and becoming a bard across all of the land. And, because I had it the whole time, I can just fly on a cloud from place to place. Oh, nice. So if any of these steps fail, the cloud is always the backup plan to get out of there.
0: Hmm. (laughs) Very nice. And Frank, how do you escape the situation? (laughs) Frank wants to kill me. Um. Well... First of
3: all, while everyone's going to be asleep, I'm going to coat the door handles on the floor with KY jelly. <clears throat> I'm going to put a medicinal skeleton in my bed. Oh, and they'll think you died. They'll think I died. <laughs> and like Peter's plan, I'm going to have a hay bale below my window and jump out of the tower <laughs> <laughs> and run away. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, they're both solid plans. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, Peter's is very confusing. <laughs> Frank's is very practical, and they'll actually work. <laughs> so I'm going to say Frank wins that round. <sighs> uh, a
2: headless horseman wielding a razor-sharp sword is chasing you through the woods. He collects heads. Hmm. <laughs>
3: See, I'm expecting something more out of these cars. I'm, I'm waiting for something more, and that's it.
2: Nope, very vague. Very, very vague.
3: <clears throat> well, I'm not using the white side. I really would like to.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Those two alone could be a solution. Mm hmm. <laughs> Corey's adding more. <laughs>
0: Oh, I just thought you had to keep eight. Oh, no, no, no. <sighs> Sorry. Stretch out the leg there. I'm set. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready.
2: <clears throat> okay, so, uh... Frank, you can go first, since you won the last round. Okay.
0: Um While I'm <clears throat> being
3: chased by this headless horseman, first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to take the budgie with Tourette's out of the cage I'm carrying and have it fly around his head to swear at him, to distract him. <laughs> I'm also going to throw a screaming baby and a severed finger at him. Mm. <laughs> Hopefully he's going to get confused by the finger and not think <clears> about <throat> chopping my head off. And then I'm going to ensnare him with pink candy floss and silly string. And while he's all tangled up, I'm going to run like hell. Hmm.
2: I feel that that's legitimate because he'd want to kill the baby and decapitate the baby and take the baby's set.
3: Yeah. Because <clears throat> hey. who doesn't? If you're being chased by a bear, you just have to run faster than the other... Pe- one less person in the party, yeah. so...
0: <clears throat> what is the name of that... Rodent...
2: Capybara? No. Mighty Mouse? No.
0: It, uh... It will throw its young to predators in order to escape. Otters will do that.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Corey, your turn.
0: So, in <clears throat> order to distract... The Headless Horseman. I'll use... I'll use an alarm. (laughs) I'll use a ventriloquist doll to play a soft rock power ballad. And while he's confused, I will uh, douse him with holy water from Lourdes, thus uh, um, exiling the demon.
2: So you stand a chance...
0: Frank would succeed with the screaming baby. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't say it was screaming. Yes, yeah, it did. It did screaming oh, it did? baby, yeah. Oh. Yeah, because
2: that's an alarm. Yeah, no, that <laughs> is. Throw the baby in another direction, he's going go to go after the screaming baby.
0: <laughs> Frank, I thought Frank, the boy. holy water would have got him.
2: might have. But once you do the ventriloquist the, the on me, he might it might enrage him. could. might get you off before... Uh,
3: Okay. You angered the mob. You're now in the boot of a stolen limo about to be cubed by a car crusher. Okay.
0: Um... Corey, you may go first. Alright. So I'm locked in this trunk, right?
1: Uh Mm-hmm.
0: I got one means of escape. Viagra. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Just Viagra. Just Viagra. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting out of this trunk. (laughs) Okay, Peter.
2: What's that dripping from the bottom of the car? (laughs) Okay, well, being that I'm in the. Back of the trunk of the car because of me being related to the mob, I was known as Back Alley McGee. Not going to say anything I did, but I happen to have a coat hanger on me. (laughs) 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 So a couple Jimmies with the coat hanger, I get the trunk popped. Okay, I have. A big pair of McJagger's Jagger's lips and a stick-on Taliban beard. Perfect disguise for getting out of the junkyard. I go home, sit down in my big boy giant beanbag chair and eat a Fray Bento's Just Chicken Pie and a Tin of Quality Street.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know what a Tin of Quality Street is.
1: I don't,
3: I don't know, know, but it's trademarked, <laughs> so it must be something. <laughs> <clears throat>
2: back alley mcgee will live <laughs>
3: yeah just by that alone peter you got this one <laughs> i was looking to see if the card actually said back alley mcgee or not
2: it didn't <laughs> nope i came home and out of my own <laughs>
0: <laughs> this coat hanger <laughs> you've done a runner from an indian restaurant do you have any idea what that means
3: uh you ran without paying the check
0: oh okay you get away, but leave your wallet behind on the table. Well, then you've paid the check.
2: Okay, <laughs> so what's the point here? We need to get back, get our wallet without paying the bill. still?
0: <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't like that card. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're
3: going to know who you are, so you want to get your wallet yeah, back. You're yeah, you're done
0: already. <clears throat> this sounds better. Don't stray from the path, warns the gnarled old man. You stray and the howling begins. The werewolf is coming. That's spelled with an O.
3: Isn't it normally spelled with an O?
0: It, it, yeah, it that's the joke.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. The editorializing is throwing me off. <laughs> okay.
2: This is what he was going, he was hinting at.
0: Oh. Yeah. An adult word <clears throat> which makes the howling all the more ominous.
2: Okay, so we need to stay on the path and not get eaten by the werewolf.
0: You, no, you
3: stray from the path. <clears throat> okay. And the the reason why begins. When you said spelled with a no, I was thinking werewolf. Werewolf is spelled with a <laughs> no. <an> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Oh jeez.
1: <laughs>
3: I'm good. He was practicing.
2: Uh, no, I wasn't, I swear to God. I haven't opened this game in over a year. I'm just fucking crazy. <laughs> it helps. Fucking crazy helps with this game.
0: <clears throat> okay, I'm ready. All right. So Frank, what do you have? Okay.
3: Well. Yeah. Then he wasn't shiny. Neither was the Miller tank. Um, all right. So uh, there's no way I'm gonna outrun a werewolf. Mm-hmm. So any more screaming babies? Not unfortunately, no. So I set up my golfing umbrella, and I tie some of my clown's modeling balloons to it. I put my bag of organic, strong, white flour on the ground. Mm. Um, I'm going to dress up in my pantomime horse outfit with my mink fur coat, lay down seductively on the flour bag, and when the werewolf comes, I'm going to give him a single red rose and hope for the best.
2: Hmm. Seduce the wolf. It worked Uh in uh, Twilight. That became a bestseller. On a hot summer night, would you offer your throat to (laughs) the
0: wolf with the red roses?
3: <laughs> I could have also given him a toffee apple, and while he was chewing on that and getting his teeth stuck together, run like hell in the pantomime horse outfit. But yeah. depends on which half I am.
2: <laughs> and Peter, so me being the very masculine person that I am, so I, the best <laughs> way me. to handle this, I'm fat. I'm not outrunning a werewolf. I mean. This is, like, 450 pounds of four-star buffet. So the only thing I can do is cater to his delicate tastes. So I'm going to settle down in an area, and I'm going to set up my leather office swivel chair so I can have my back to him when he shows up. Mm. And then I'm going to put out a buffet of food for him. A custard pie... A tin of alphabet spaghetti. And, because I know he needs protein, dried tiger's penis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then when I know that he's shown up, I'm going to turn around in my office chair with my noise-cancelling headphones on, so that way I can't really get overwhelmed or scared by the terrifying noises. With my Tommy Tippy breast pumps just pumping away. <laughs> <laughs> He wouldn't want to hurt a mother, even if it's a male mother. (laughs) And then I'm going to say, you can eat me all you want. But first, enjoy all the fantastic foods that I brought you. I brought you tiger penis. We all know that wolves, cats, they love tiger penis. I did not know that. While he is eating this, I happen to have some silkworms and some kids' chemistry, a kids' chemistry set. I can quickly come up with a cure and throw the silkworms at him while he's eating, and eventually I'll get one of the silkworms with the cure into him, and he'll be turned into a human. Hmm. Brilliant. Simple, but brilliant. (laughs) And it's all because of the confusing breast pumps.
0: Hmm. (laughs) You have a hard decision Hmm. to make. Yeah, I know. Breast pumps and pantomime horses. (laughs) Let's go with... uh... I'm go with the pantomime horses just because I think the flower is going to do it for him. Congrats, Frank. Wow. <laughs> so, the golf... I'm just picturing the golf umbrella with him laying there. I set the, the scene. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Mine was a banquet for the eyes as opposed for the taste buds. Um, and I'm assuming this game is British-based? Yes,
2: it is British-based.
3: Because the uh, Alphabetti Spaghetti... And I had a card with Vindaloo on it, so I was assuming, it, yeah, I thought, okay, this came from Britain.
2: Yes, it did. It was a uh, Kickstarter game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's funny. Oh, where are we done?
3: Yeah, yeah. we were just doing th- six rounds. Oh, oh,
2: that was six.
1: <clears> uh, <throat> two each. But gotcha. Yep,
2: yeah, there's other ones like You're Trapped in the Death Star Garbage Crusher and the walls are closing in. Uh, you're a volcanologist and the dormant volcano you're deep inside starts to erupt Um, there's all kinds of crazy stuff you've crash landed in a lost valley of cannibals after your micro light ran out of juice
3: assuming it's a
0: flashlight no uh, no
2: it's a little it's a little personal airplane glider thing
0: yeah it's like a glider with a big Mm. fan on the back and you're sitting in a little triangle pod car thing okay friend of mine's dad had one.
2: But yeah. um, Obviously, craziness could ensue from this. So, we had a couple good ones there. (laughs) We'll have to do that again sometime if the listeners enjoy it. But until then, the link to the Discord is in the description below. That's where you can tell us whether you liked us playing Bucket of Doom or Cards Against Humanity, or if you want to hear any other absurd games that I can come up with out of my closet of board games I have upstairs.
0: (laughs) Any exploding kittens? I have that.
2: There you go. I think I do, too. I also have Taco vs. Burrito.
3: Guillotine is fun. Not heard or played Guillotine. Guillotine's an older one. I haven't played it in years, though, but...
0: uh, Also, find us on Facebook. We're under Theseus Media. You'll find links to all our podcasts, uh, links to articles of interest, maybe a joke or two. Never know. Never can tell what I might be in the mood to post. Always fun, though.
3: Matter of opinion, I guess, (laughs) (laughs) right? That is
0: for me. Oh, yeah. Hey, that is true. (laughs) And as
3: far as you're concerned... Your fun is the only fun that counts. That's right. That is right.
0: The rest of you are just along for the ride. Mm -hmm.
3: So, next week, um, we're going to be delving into the realm of really, really, really bad horror movies. Almost laughable to some extent.
0: Oh, uh, even good ones are laughable.
3: That's true. So, join us if you dare. For our horror spectacular, we promise Corey will keep his clothes on.
0: Well, as far as the listeners know. Let's not make promises we can't keep now.
2: <laughs> True. Till next week, though, have a great weekend.
0: Bye. I still don't have a sign-off. But I do have Deadpool and a cake. <clears throat>